Hi, I'm Caroline Amos. And I'm Raymond McAnally. And we are fatigued. (laughs) (laughs) And we're live! (laughs) Pre-recorded live. Pre-recorded live. That's how much you miss live theater. I miss it so much. But uh, it's important to note that this is our holiday episode, Raymond! It is is our holiday episode. This comes out on holiday week. Woo! Christmas week. We love Christmas! Mm -hmm. Woo! We love all holidays, but we love Christmas. And we actually started the podcast just a month ago. No. Yeah. It's only been a month. (laughs) It's been one month. Oh my god. Every oh my god. day is a month, every month is a year in 2020. <laughs> no one has any concept of time. <laughs> this is time how is the fluid. year works. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I cannot believe I can't believe it's almost Christmas. I can't either and I can't believe well, I don't know. LA's weird around Christmas time because you, it doesn't really feel like Christmas. How does let me live vicariously through you. How does Christmas feel in New York? Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because it is dreary and cold. And oh, perfect. Gross. No snow yet, but snow in New York is disgusting. So I'm perfectly fine with it not snowing here. Yes. But you know where else it's cold? Where? Oh, wait. No, yeah, I do. Sorry. <laughs> I missed that. Was that our segue? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Yes, I do know where it's cold. <laughs> and speaking of where it's cold, do you know who's logging into our chat right yeah. now? Oh, is he? Okay. All right. So let's introduce this to the audience. Audience, um, we have our first celebrity guest, I guess you would say. I mean, he's known the world over. Oh, my God. I'm actually I'm so excited. I, don't, I have no idea what to call him. Well, you can call me Terrence, Susan, Phil. The real question is, what would you like to call me, Caroline? <laughs> Hi, hello, Mr. Kringle? Miss Chris? Kringle. What do I call you? Uh, please, call me Chris. Mr. Kringle is my imaginary father. <laughs> oh, my God. This is amazing. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I can do that. I'm sorry, Santa Claus. I just know you as Santa. I don't think oh, I can call you. You've spent enough years on the naughty list, Raymond, that I think sticking with Santa is probably a better idea for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes, sir. Okay. Thank yes. you, Santa. Oh, my God. Chris, oh, that's going to take like a second to get used to. I'm such a fan. (laughs) Chris, I am so excited that you've decided to come and speak on our podcast of all places. Yes, and probably your most busiest time of year. Oh, it's my reason for the season, you know. And (laughs) things are going to be pretty different this year logistically. (laughs) Actually, that's a great place to start. Uh, Let's let's go into that. Why is this place? Why is this uh, going to be different than other years? Well, you've all heard of this little pandemic it's going around everywhere heard of it. uh, so oh, one you know of the what? things you've heard that yeah, one of the things that's happening is that everybody's home all the time <laughs> they're always home i mean well, that's that's fair but like you usually deliver at night aren't people always home but the, this is the, the the trick here is that they're home now but they've lost all sense of time you see monday tuesday christmas uh... hanukkah Means nothing. Bedtime means nothing. It's, I mean, I can magically bedtime. It's one of my little tricks that I do, but, but you guys are you're all cracked out. So now I've got to worry about being seen more than ever. And plus, every child, every single child under the age or over the age of seven has a phone with a camera on it. They all do. I don't know why parents are giving children these tiny computers, but they all have them. 
and they all have cameras. I never thought about that. That must make your job so difficult. And and there's actually surveillance cameras in people's living rooms and stuff oh, now. Well, that's not really a problem. I just hack people's homes before I get in there. What? Uh, I mean, we're elves, you know? We can build anything. I mean, we're sort of um, ancient aliens. So, you know, most of the tech you have now, we've had for at least a couple centuries. <laughs> okay, that's fascinating. What, what do you mean? Oh, uh, global Wi-Fi. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah. That's how I keep, you know, uh, check on the position of the slave, with the global positioning system and the, um, oh, the slave's been stealth since cameras were invented. And oh, uh, Rudolph knows OG infrared night vision. Shut up. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, well, you know, we're a team of scientists as much as we are uh, artisans and craft selves. Couldn't do what we do without trusting science. Hang on. Wait, you, you just mentioned Rudolph, the, the red nosed reindeer. Yeah, yeah. Can you go a little bit more into, about Rudolph? He's real? Oh, he and all the rest of them are as real as I am, Caroline. Oh, oh my God. And I'm wonderful. Cry. Normal reindeer are big and, you know, that's terrestrial reindeer, as we call them. It can be large and even somewhat intimidating. But these reindeer, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're very large, but they are all big cuddle bears. My favorite is Dancer, likes to pretend he's a lap reindeer. And well, I'll be sitting watching something and he'll just come and park himself right there. And I, I don't think I've watched an entire episode of Grey's Anatomy in ages. Hang on, wait. You watch Grey's Anatomy? You don't watch Grey's Anatomy. I you don't know so why, cool. and I don't know how many people have to die, but I always want to know what's going to happen with Dr. Grey. Amen. Amen. You know, I thought that I was a huge fan of yours before, but I'm an even bigger fan of yours now that I know that information. Well, listen, Santa has his own vices, too. <laughs> so my mind is blown. You just described all this tech that, that you all have. So so there's science and, and everything. So do elves have to worry about COVID? Do you have to wear masks? Oh, yes. Well, we have to, we, you know, we're, we're um, immortal beings, but we're not infallible to human disease. So absolutely, we're, we're masking and we're taking this pandemic just as seriously as anyone else is in the world. And does everybody in the North Pole wear masks? Oh, well, at least everyone in my shop does. Absolutely. We're here to spread oh, joy, wait, not germs. Wait. <laughs> I'm so sorry to interrupt. Is Are there more people in the North Pole? Like, Do you have a government? Oh, well, I wouldn't say it's a government. We're sort of um, unincorporated. You know, we, we live communally. You know, up here, it, you can't um, you can't really ignore that you need other elves to survive. So everyone is so used to working as a team in and out of the shop. That we immediately switched to developing and following our own special cleaning protocols. Oh, can you go into more detail about your cleaning protocols? Ooh, certainly. Well, um, so these reindeer that we were talking about, we actually found out that their saliva is naturally antiviral. So we just uh, have them lick all the candy canes before we ship them out. Oh, my God. I really wish I didn't know that. <laughs> Whatever works. And listen, they, I think they actually make it taste um, particularly fresh. <laughs> I think I need a reindeer. Yeah, well, listen. Now, uh, Santa, I'm sorry, Mr. Claus. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> I told you I was going to call you Chris at the beginning it's of this. All right. Thank you. Uh, Chris, how has how has COVID impacted your life up at the Pole? Well, we're a very social bunch up here in the North Pole. We've been together, most of us, for hundreds of years. And so, um, so it can be tough. It can be difficult to not hug and share eggnog and skinny dip and all the other things we do at the North Pole. Hang on, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. We're not going to skip over the fact that you just said skinny dip? (laughs) Did I stutter? Because seriously, if you skinny dip at the North Pole, you will stutter. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. You get it. (laughs) 
second. Now, if you're talking about skinny dipping. Is that mm. like is that like a main part of your routine that you're really missing? Is this like a regular thing that happens up at North Pole Live? I don't understand why it doesn't happen everywhere else all the time, particularly in warmer climates. Trust me, it's one of the most liberating activities you could ever do. <laughs> Santa, Santa, um, Chris, I'm curious to know what has been a communal low point for you and your elves up at the North Pole? Oh, well, you know, we've had plagues and pandemics before. Oh. oh, I didn't think about that. So, yeah. Right. So is this one different from those? Oh, I would say so. It's a, we've always had global Wi-Fi, but the rest of the world didn't. So there was no entertainment to stream in 1918, 1545, 1346, 165. Oh, my gosh. I don't, I don't even know what half those are. Well, I wish I could forget most of them. <laughs> you know, the one that's really coming to mind, I think that there's one that happened in uh, like 400 B.C., Oh, and Athens, yes, the Athenian plague. Yeah. Well, that you understand, that was a little before my time. I am strictly an Anodoni elf. All right. Of course. You I'm understand. so sorry I didn't remember that. That's all right. <laughs> but I would say overall that the, for us, uh, this has actually been easier because um, we don't have to feel as isolated while we're socially distancing. You know, I, I go on nightly walks and uh, looking in other elves' windows, I, I used to see the glow of fireplaces and now I see the glow of screens. I'd kind of rather the fireplace, right? That's true. And I can agree. But those screens, they're connections. Now, they can be safe and, and, and reach out and fight loneliness. And everyone can do that from anywhere. Isn't that marvelous? It really is. When you put it like that, thank you, sir. That was beautiful. Oh, I'm getting really emotional. Um, speaking of getting emotional, Santa, I mean, Chris, <laughs> sorry about it. I can't get over it. We usually have some sort of introspective and um, emotional questions that we like to ask uh, our whoever we're talking to. Uh, can we ask you some emotional, introspective questions? Absolutely. You can ask me anything you would like. I'm a right jolly old elf. But I do have feelings. Of course you do. Of course. Thank you. Um, I just, I'm just curious to know, um, what have you learned about yourself in this pandemic? Do you have any words of wisdom? You know, it's funny. Because of my work, I, I sort of have this constant uh, news feed of good deeds. And, and there have been so many. Oh, I can imagine with all the health workers and and those, you know, doctors, nurses, those responses. We call those uh, essential workers here. Yes, yes, all of those. All of those individuals are amazing and we should laud them. But there are also deeds that only I get to see. They're these good deeds that uh, get done in private and never praised in public. Well, can you Can you tell us more? There's a family I've seen that every night delivers a hot meal to their disabled neighbor in their next door apartment. And there's a dog owner who goes by this uh, nursing home where everyone is on lockdown inside, and they can all escape for just a couple of minutes through this unconditional love of his dog. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, my yeah, God, really yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. I'm so glad that somebody gets to see that. Well, anyone can. Was there like a streaming service? Like, where can I watch all of this too? I need some good deeds in my life. The best way to see it is to be the one who does it for no other reason than that you did what you could with what you had for someone else. Now, that's what I really think life is all about. 
And COVID can't take that away for many of us. If there's something to be said about Christmas, it's a time where we all try to be kinder and gentler to other people and better versions of ourselves. This pandemic's been horrible and brutal for everybody, but I've also seen it bring out the very best in people. And that's something that I think we can all celebrate this time of year. Thank you. Thank you. Now listen, you two darlings, and don't worry, Raymond, you're not really on the naughty list anymore. I would stay here as long as I possibly could, but unfortunately, duty's call. I've got the slate to fix. I've got the shop to make sure we're meeting our quotas. And next week's a rather big week for us up here in the North Pole, so I'm afraid I must leave you. I just appreciate you took the time out to speak to us at all. Thank you so much, Santa Claus. It was truly my pleasure. I look forward to seeing both of you on Christmas Eve. And trust me, you won't see me. Oh, my God. You're so cool. I love it. (laughs) You're so cool. Break a leg, Santa. It it makes me feel really fun. Mrs. Claus makes fun of me for it all the time. That's all right. right. Bye-bye, my darlings. Bye, Santa. And most importantly of all, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey, this is Caroline. And Raymond. We wanted to say thank you for listening to this episode and let you know that there will be more every week from now until we get fatigued by it. We're building out this podcast as we go, so stay tuned for improvements on our website, our graphics, some video clips, and just everything else. The time was now to tell our stories, so we're learning as we go. We really do appreciate your interest and support. We truly hope that the personal stories that come out in each episode can help build a better understanding of COVID-19 how it spreads, and how it affects us. If you have a story or a question that you'd like us to address in an episode, please email us at fatiguedpodcast at gmail.com. That's F-A-T-I-G-U-E-D podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.